I'm Brian. I'm Fatima, and this is Two Scoops. The show where we talk about what's happening in the kitchen and our lives. Today we're talking about our cooking mishaps. But, but actually, before we talk about the cooking mishaps, there is one thing I want to talk about. <laughs> and it was not a mishap by any means. It was probably one of the most delicious burgers. And not just any burger. One of the most delicious black bean burgers I've ever had. It was my first one. <laughs> so I don't have anything yeah, to compare it to. So I had my sisters over actually a few weekends ago. And um, one of them is a vegetarian. And the other is trying to eat a little less meat. Um, so I looked up this amazing black bean burger online um, just because she said she like the one who does eat meat was trying to stay away from it did have a burger and she just kept saying how good it was and how it had this chipotle mayo. And I was like, OK, I'm going to give this a try. We're going to try this. And it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like you can feed this to your children and they will not know it's meat. When yeah. you're preparing it, it looked like meat. Yeah. The the only thing I do have to warn, I, I do have to warn you guys that it took forever to make. And it, I think it was because you want to get that texture down. So even before I started cooking the patties, it took me about an hour, maybe more, just to, just to do all the prepping. So that's just a warning. Just a, it's a weekend or, you know, one of those Saturdays where you have nothing to do and you just feel like cooking and you want to spend a lot of time there. You make this burger. Or a Monday through Friday weeknight where we have <laughs> a burger every single night because it made eight patties. Yep, yeah. It made eight. <laughs> That's, was that with a half recipe? Or do, because I requested well, it Well, I, I made... So what I did is I made the <laughs> mixture. I did buy enough to make the entire recipe, but then I only made half of it. And then I was like, okay, well, I have another half, so I might as well make it again because yeah. i didn't feel like going to the store so <laughs> then i made it again because it turned out to be so delicious and we'll have to post about it soon because it was it was really really good yeah um for sure but before we got to that perfection we had a little bumps down the road one of which i will admit to i am not allowed to deep fry anything <laughs> <laughs> yes deep fry and because I've had two experiences, two really bad experiences, deep frying. The first was a fried Oreo recipe that we had gone to a street fair with our friend Edwin. And down, it was, I think, 2nd Avenue was shut down or 3rd Avenue. One of the avenues was shut down for a cool street fair. Grabbed some fried Oreos because I hadn't had them in forever. I haven't been to a fair in forever. And I was like, let's make fried Oreos tonight. Take an Oreo, dunk it in some pancake batter, and drop it into a really hot pot of oil. So I make all of my Oreos, which came out really, really good. And I was kind of impressed on how good they came out. Do they taste good to you? No, they they tasted amazing. Yeah, they tasted However, great. However, I got burned really, really bad. And so after I was done making the fried Oreos, I turn on the water. I kind of let the pot sit for maybe a little bit, not enough time. And I went to go pour the oil down the drain. And I'm not really paying attention and the pot moves under the faucet i turned away i think i was on my phone i think i was texting and cooking and the the pot of hot really hot oil goes underneath the faucet of rushing cold water it hits the oil and literally explodes everywhere explodes all over the sink all over our kitchen all over me and i have all of these um oil burns all over my arms because it just started exploding i had i put the pot down immediately and was 
all on the verge of tears because I was yeah. covered in really hot oil. Yeah, I was working a late shift at the time um, before I started my full-time job. And I walk in and I look at Brian's arm. Like, what happened to your arm? And he told me the story. And so, you know, I, I told him to be careful next time. It wasn't until this next incident <laughs> that he then became officially banned from frying anything on the stove. So anything. I feel like I'm always inspired by something to fry. And this <laughs> next thing is something I've had, you know, growing up, we would always go to Chili's. And this this is not sponsored by Chili's, but we're open to it if you want to give us a call. Um, <laughs> open casting call for sponsors. <laughs> we'll talk about you. Um, Shameless. Probably like one of my one of my favorite restaurants growing up. I don't know why. I love their fajitas. Classy. But I loved their blooming onions for appetizers. This I don't know what is so amazing about them. Maybe it's the the sauce that they serve with it. But they're really delicious. And so I was inspired to make a blooming onion. So I grab an onion, cut it up dunk it in this pasty mixture that you're that you make um put it in some flour and then drop it in a whole pot of oil but what is an onion fatima it's pretty much water it's 100 percent water yeah or whatever percentage well not 100 percent water. <laughs> then you would have water um, um, but there's a lot of water in there it's a very high percentage of water yeah and so what happens when you take water as i learned in my fried <laughs> oreo experience and drop it into a really hot pot of oil it boils over and practically explodes. So I drop in the, the onion. The pot all of a sudden ruptures in like bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Pours over the pot onto our stovetop, which then catches fire on the oil. And the whole pot lights up in this really tall flame. And I go and take out my phone to take a photo. Yeah. here And then, <laughs> and then there's me, you know, looking over at him do this and... What are you doing? I rush out to the hallway. I gra- grab the fire extinguisher. I don't know how to use the thing. Um, <laughs> Even through all of your years of RA training, yeah, you don't know how to use a fire bad. extinguisher. It was bad. I-, I think I was I was just afraid that it also would make our apartment look crazy. So I was like, okay, well, once we turn That's the stove true. off, the fire started to go down and there was no need to u- to use it. But you were the only one with a head on your shoulders that ran out and grabbed the fire extinguisher because I was just trying to take a photo. (laughs) I don't know where I was going to post it and why I thought I was safe, but you you saved our lives. The flame went down and and we were were here today, thankfully. To tell this amazing story. (laughs) But from now on, he's not allowed to fry anything. Like he, like we keep them away from any hot oil yep so i can't fry anything i'm not allowed to make rice however i made two really good pots of rice you have to admit that yeah i did although you want to tell people how you used to make rice i think half of it <laughs> more than half of it will be stuck to the bottom of the pan burnt and burnt rice like even if you burn the bottom layer the entire pot tastes like burnt rice <laughs> you can't escape it and that was Brian's rice. That was my <laughs> rice. But then your mom taught me yep. really good tip. And you literally take your fingertip, so your pinky finger, after you so you fill up the pot of rice, however much rice you want to make, then you start filling up with water, but you put your pinky in there. Tip of your pinky touches the rice as the water is filling up and kind of hits that first crease on your pinky tip finger, on your finger. Pinky, pinky <laughs> on <tip>. your fingertip. <laughs> yes. I need a drink or something. Yeah, we're why, drinking. Why don't we have margaritas? Yeah, today? no, we're we drinking have tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
is so much fun. Um, and so when the water hits that crease, that's how you know how much water to use in the rice. But I've only gotten two successful attempts because I think I overestimate, but yeah. it's fine. So unless I'm really desperate, like today when I thought you were going to get home before me, I said, Brian, you can make the rice. He said, what? The ban has been lifted. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> Somehow I still made it home before him because of the subways and I made the rice today. <laughs> well, yeah, which you will always probably have to make the rice from here on out. Yeah. Um, but that's enough about me Yeah. and my, and my fails. I think we need to talk about how, um, you know, some of your Yeah, I know as much as you guys, yeah, as much as you guys probably think I'm really, really perfect. And sometimes I think I'm perfect. I'm not. <laughs> yes. At least I try to think I am. Um, so back to my obsession with Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. She had this amazing mac and cheese recipe. It when I tell you was it had everything we wanted and more. Delicious. So the recipe called for the highest grade cheese, the best cheese, Gruyere, cheddar. Gouda. There was uh, something else in there. That I can't. I can't. I can't remember. It was like fifty dollars. Yes. So we went down. We took the train down to Whole Foods because that was the only place we can get like a big block of the cheese. That cheese. <laughs> yeah. The gr- so we went down there. We had to take a train. So we were committed. It was Sunday or Saturday night. We were staying in. We said, okay, we get. We're, we want to make something that's really good. So we found the recipe. We picked everything we needed. Everything was going great. My sauce was looking good. The last thing I needed to add was the salt. So in the cookbook, she tells you, she warns you that she uses a certain type of salt that's not as potent, um, a kosher salt. And I just forgot about that. And so I thought I used the same amount of salt. And so it was going to be slightly salty, but that wasn't the only issue. (laughs) So it called for two teaspoons of salt. And Brian, would you like to tell them how much salt I actually used? Well, you used a tablespoon and you put in two of those (laughs) into the cheese sauce. Yeah, yeah. So I went to go taste it and my face was so defeated. I said, it tastes so salty. What am I going to do? So we're, we're on our computers, on our phones, trying to figure out how do you recover a dish that you add too much salt to. And so they're saying, add more dairy, add more acid. So, oh yeah, so I had lemon juice in the fridge. So I, I started putting the lemon juice. That was a really, 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 really bad idea. So I was like, <laughs> okay, we'll need to recover from this one. I had a little bit more milk. So I added that in there. Still okay, really. More, more dairy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. So that didn't work. So I see half and half. So I grabbed that. Terrible idea. So before you know it, I have like double the amount of cheese sauce that I actually need for my recipe. Um, So then I just pour out (laughs) half of it. And I think I had a little bit more milk and a little bit of something else to help the salt. And I added that into half of what the sauce was before after I, you know, threw half of it in the garbage. And it recovered. I think It did. It recovered nicely. Yeah. I, I will say. But I just remember you tasting it and seeing your face. And then I'm like, it can't, every time she tastes her food, it's like, oh, it's bad. And I'm like, it's not bad. And I taste it and it's fine. (laughs) But I tasted the sauce and just thinking about it, I I can feel my hands start to blow (laughs) from the amount of sodium. But we also forgot that cheese is a naturally salty. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's okay. We did recover and and it was a really delicious. Yeah. The next day was, you know, even better. 
Um, Especially but, it was those garlic breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, those were good too. Mm. Um, but ever since then, <laughs> I have no interest in trying that recipe again. I, I'm so defeated. I don't think I'm going to stick to my my recipe where I use the block cheese mm-hmm. or the canned cheese. Mm-hmm. Guys, I have no shame. I the, That is the hardest thing with mac and cheese is to actually get the sauce to be nice and creamy. So if you use one of those things, you look... You, you cheat, quote unquote, cheat, but then you add a little bit more of that expensive cheese, maybe, or you know, the cheese that you really, really like, the real cheese that you have to get from the refrigerator aisle. Um, <laughs> that really that helps it, you know. But you need that base to get it really creamy. And I have no shame. My family loves it during Thanksgiving. Brian loves it, so rock on with my, mm-hmm. you know, jars that, and cheese. Like you said, layer in some gouda. Yep, you got and yourself all a good. delicious mac and cheese yeah and for, it makes it sound like or it makes it taste like it's from a you know restaurant or homemade yeah no i homemade. don't want restaurant <laughs> mac and cheese i want homemade mac and cheese under ten dollars mac and cheese i'm done with the 50 dollars mac and cheese i think people should try it maybe at least once but yeah i mean stick to your the recipes that you you've been doing mm-hmm. and use a lot of cream yeah i mean i can't i mean i can't believe how much cream we got we went through that night just try to fix it um oh my god <laughs> that reminds me of Col- of colleen i'm so sorry my sister she was trying to make a pumpkin bisque for halloween every year my family throws a halloween party and every year we end up catering aka brian and fatima make all the food <laughs> for halloween not most not all the food most of the food um and so she said you know i'm gonna make a pumpkin bisque and she had her giant pot. It was, you know, 16 inches by 16 inches. It was huge, a huge pot. She has, she's filled up like 75% of the way. I get up that morning. She's making it before work because she has to cook it. And then it has to sit in the, in the fridge or something. And she keeps adding cream. I just see her over there just adding a bunch of stuff. Then she dips her spoon in and then tastes it and goes, ugh. And then I just hear these, ugh, ugh. And I just hear her adding in more cream and and pumpkin and then she'll add more cinnamon and then more spices. And then she's just adding all these random things in her pot. And she kept going, ugh, ugh. I was like, what is wrong with you? And she goes, I think the cream is bad. Where did you guys get the cream? It must be really bad. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, we got all the heavy cream you wanted is there. And I'm like, where's the carton? Like, let me look at the expiration date. And she hands me the carton, and she, but she doesn't hand me heavy cream. She hands me buttermilk. She was putting in, enti- she put in an entire, I think it was one and a half cartons of buttermilk into this pot of pumpkin bisque. And that is why it was so bitter. And I we needed buttermilk for, you were making cornbread. Yeah, that was the only reason why we actually needed the buttermilk was because I was making cornbread and had to have the cornmeal um, sit over like for a few hours in the buttermilk to soften it. Mm. I don't know if any of you guys have ever really smelled buttermilk. Um, it, it smells ratchet. <laughs> it's one of those things like that curdled milk yeah it's curdled milk it's one of those things that make your fi- your batter on your fried chicken mm, amazing chicken. um it makes your biscuits amazing pancake it makes your pancake pancakes really Remember we made that buttermilk pancake True. sometime they were yeah nice fluffy. yeah mm. yeah but you know you need it to be either baked or fried in something 
in order to get that buttermilk taste out mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. It's there to make it, I don't know, more Delicious. juicier. I don't know it's it just, does. it's amazing. <laughs> but to have it on your own or to put it in a soup where you're not really cooking it down very long is not good. No. <laughs> and so she just kept adding buttermilk. Yeah. And we had no more buttermilk after that. We no. had to throw her entire pumpkin bisque away because. It was really bad, but we ended up making a really good yeah, pumpkin bisque. That pump, I want to make that again. Yeah, it was um, good. It's it, on the blog. It is on the <laughs> blog. Uh, we're going to have to make that again really soon. But, you know, even with all of these mistakes that we've had, um, I think that it's kind of made us it made us better cooks. And it lear- it, we were able to learn from our mistakes. So now, you know, I make sure Brian's reading the directions when I'm cooking. <laughs> I make sure he stays away from hot oil. I make I th- sure she's the only one who makes the rice. Yep, yep. Um I think as long as, as long as you you're prepping and you're paying attention, you if you're a first time cook, you're having someone help you out, you're not rushing or if you have guests and you have people coming over, try to stay away from making anything new. You want to stick to the things that you've made time and time again that you don't really need to look at the directions anymore. Um, Experiment in your free time. Yeah. Not before a giant So that way, you know, you can throw half the mac and cheese away and you and your husband could just enjoy whatever (laughs) is left and not have to worry about everyone, you know, going home with their fingers swollen because they had too much salt. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. So those are some of the lessons that we've learned. Um, I think it made us better cooks. It did. It, we have great stories because of it. Mm-hmm. We found all of our strengths, as we just pointed out. And weaknesses. And weaknesses. Um, but also, you know, we are not the only people who have these problems. We want to hear from you. So if you want to go to our Instagram, leave us a comment. We'll post a snippet of our podcast. Leave a comment on there and let us know what, you know, kitchen mishaps you had. Did you light something on fire? Did you overbake bread? Did you add too much salt? Um, Let us know. Drop us a comment. We would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Talk to you next time.